All right, some tasty follow-up to start. Uh, your friend and mine, Dan Warren, wrote to me to talk about uh, when he had a detached garage growing up, they almost never put the car in there unless they knew there was going to be a snowstorm. Uh, that's reasonable to me. If you have a detached garage, I understand all the reasons not to use it. But if you have an attached garage that's you know electric, so it's not a big manual to-do, and it's not far from the home, that's the kind of garage I don't understand uh, avoiding. Uh, it's just much more convenient to me to get in and out of a car when there's shelter for me versus going out. Uh, that's what the car hole is for. Um, of course, I understand that some people use their garages for storage. Um, and I think it's reasonable to use some of that space for storage, but it's crazy to me not to also use the thing that the car can go in to put the car in. But eh, listen to each their own theme song. Your daily Lex. I was thinking about nervousness today. I'm giving a presentation with uh, my buddy Andy later on today. And uh, I don't get nervous before most kinds of presentations or talks that I'm going to give. Uh, you know, when I do improv, I don't typically get nervous there. And some folks say, you know, once you lose the nervousness, then you can't be as good anymore. Like you need the nerves to help drive the performance, whatever. I don't, I don't feel that way. Like I can go on stage and do improv. I, I can be, you know, thinking about ahead of time, boy, I hope it's a good show. That's the the stress of doing improv, right? Is you invite your friends, your friends come to the show. You have no idea how that show is going to go because each show is improvised, but I've done enough shows, particularly when I'm doing shows with, um, you know, castmates who I trust and who I know have the, the skills. Um, you know, so I've done enough of those where I can feel pretty good, uh, going into a show that it's going to be fine. But so I don't typically get nervous before an improv show. Um, if I'm doing music, if I'm playing music for others to improvise to, that's where I get nervous. Because um, I'm like, oh my gosh, I better have a bunch of different riffs in my head and chord progressions and, and all those things so I can accompany people the right way. But I don't get nervous before that. I don't get nervous before a talk. And I'm giving a, you know, a two-hour talk today with a buddy of mine. So um, not a thing I'm dreading in any way. Uh, the exception is if I'm giving a brand new talk that I've never done before uh, to an audience uh, who I don't know, that can be a little bit nervousness inducing, not terrifying or anything, but it's, it's one where I can get a little bit of angst. And I appreciate that, uh, nerves aren't a big thing for me. Cause I remember in junior and senior high school, when I was in the play, I would always get nervous before the show started. And that nervous would always manifest itself as intense stomach pain. Like, like I need to run to a bathroom right now, but can't because the show is about to start. That is not a fun kind of nervousness to experience. Uh, now I would say if I do have an experience, uh, you know, a, a situation where I'm going to feel nervous, it's more like chest versus stomach. And that's a pretty big difference. <laughs> Even those are, those are confusable nouns for some, um, you know, I might feel a little bit of tension or, or, uh, accelerated heart rate, whatever. Uh, one talk that I'm giving later this month, I'm giving to a SaaS business in Canada. Um, I, uh, and that's, they're in the business of selling SaaS. They teach people to be very sassy. But so, um, that's a talk where I'm talking a lot about fear and how you can use fear. Um, I don't like when the advice is, you know, ignore your fear or get over your fear because fear is a very natural human thing, whatever. But talking about understanding your fear and, and diving into it, I think nervousness obviously is a form of fear. But anyway, I don't get nervous before uh, I do most talks. I don't think I'll get nervous before I do that talk, really. Um, the one giant exception to all of this is I can get nervous in a presentation um, if because uh, listen, I, I only have one mode <laughs> when it comes to presenting. I'm going to find, I'm going to attempt to find ways to use 
uh, humor in a presentation. Like if there's an opportunity for jokes, I'm going to put it in. I typically don't script them. Some some jokes I'll have scripted, right? If it's going to, if I have a presentation, I can see a funny moment that'll happen. But very often when I'm doing the presentation live, a funny comment will occur to me and I'll share it. So whether it's a scripted one or an improvised one, um, if I don't hear an audience reaction, that can be very nervous. <laughs> like that can be like, Ugh, because I don't really want to turn it off. Um, meaning I don't want to stop finding the opportunities for jokes, but if there's nobody responding to it, it's definitely, Ugh, which again, I don't know how to spell. Um, the, this is the stress of giving presentations over zoom because typically everybody goes on mute and then you are just talking to silence. If people go on mute, but their cameras are still on, you can at least see if there's some smiling faces or whatever, but man, when it's just dead silence or everybody's video is off and you have no idea how it's going, that is a little bit nervous and inducing because you have no idea what's happening. But here's the thing. That's what podcasting is. <laughs> I have no idea how anybody is responding to any of these things that I record, whether it's this show or many, any of the many other podcasts I do. Um, so maybe I have to think about it that way. Maybe every presentation I do on Zoom to a muted audience is really like it's a live podcast, uh, but with a dead audience. Mm. Something to think about. Happy Thursday. Goodbye. Lex. Lex.